well, what about the other scene? And I was like, what, what? He goes, you know, when, when we get on the boats, the one, you know, when you tell me we get on. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh. Hi, and welcome to the episode of Cinenation. My name is Brandon Sparks, and we have a special episode today. We haven't done an interview episode in a long time on this show, so this one's different for us compared to the usual genre studies, but it's a fun one. And on our last episode of the show, we discussed the filmography of James Cameron, and Thomas even declared him the king of the movie sequel. And we also brought on Chris Winterbauer and Lizzie Bassett last week from the film podcast, What Went Wrong? Go check them out. And during our discussion with them, Chris brought up one of his favorite members of Cameron's unofficial troupe of actors, the the group of people that Cameron tends to bring back from time to time throughout his career. And the one that Chris singled out and discussed was Jeanette Goldstein. And we talked about how Jeanette is a talented actress and how she kind of goes under the radar as an actress because of her ability to disappear into a role, almost becoming unrecognizable. So it was a tremendous honor to be able to actually sit down with Jeanette over Zoom, of course, and talk about her career from her film debut in James Cameron's Aliens as Private Vasquez, which landed her a Saturn Award for Best Supporting Actress, to memorable roles in Terminator 2 Judgment Day as John Connor's foster mom, Janelle, to Diamondback in Near Dark to the Irish mother, the lovely Irish mother, and Titanic. So... I had met Jeanette during my time working at Cinephile Video in Los Angeles, California. Shout out Cinephile Video, still still going strong during the pandemic. And Jeanette worked across the street. Jeanette now owns and operates a chain of boutique retail stores named Jeanette Bras, which has several locations in the Los Angeles area and a new location now in Atlanta. And as I said, one of them was across from the video store. And I would occasionally see Jeanette at the store and most recently, or at least what seems most recently back at the beginning of 2020, I saw her at a screening for Terminator 2 Judgment Day at the New Art Theater right next to the video store. Because Jeanette really loves going to these events, of uh, the films she's been in, interacting with her fans, and finding out how much the films that she was a part of have such an effect on them and how much passion they have for them. So when we decided to talk about James Cameron this month for our movie sequel month, I thought I'd take a shot and see if Jeanette would want to come on and talk about her work with James Cameron. And she didn't hesitate. Within a week of reaching out, we were on Zoom discussing her career. And I had actually found a weird connection about that, that Jeanette and I have. As many of you know, I'm originally from Alabama and went to undergraduate school at the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa. So it was crazy to find out that Jeanette's parents actually attended the University of Alabama back in the 1950s. And that's actually where they met and he was from her father was from the Bronx and her mother was from Georgia and her father even ran for president of the Student Government Association on campus at Alabama. So this was a fun conversation I had with Jeanette. We talked about her career. We talked about a lot of different things. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. He was there in the 50s because that's in like the very when Alabama was going through a lot of like in terms of like race issues they were dealing oh with. yeah oh yeah uh it was like the first big thing was in the 50s and that kind of it, it peaked in the early 60s is what it, is what it was but wow that's crazy they met there that's it's it's uh it's weird and so but you're originally from los angeles yes yes and, they met there moved you know then they, he went to medical school at nyu and then they they drove they got he did his uh internship at the va okay Probably right up the street where you live. Yeah, right, 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 right near me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's where. Yeah, that's that's where he worked when. That's why we moved to LA. Uh -huh. yeah. And, and, and then, I, I grew up there. So you, so you grew up LA, and then you ended up moving to London. I know at one point is what it mm -hmm. was. And yeah. When was that? Was like how big of a gap was it? Just LA, and then London, or or where else? Well, I I lived in LA. Uh, graduated high school. Went to college for a couple of years in Santa Barbara. Then I went to drama school in New York for a couple of years at Circle in the Square. In that time between, I met this Englishman, my boyfriend, and then I got, we got married. And then I moved to London and I did another year of postgraduate uh, English drama training. Is it so, Webster Douglas Academy is what it was? Uh, Weber Douglas. Weber, yeah, Weber Douglas. Weber, oh, okay. Weber Douglas. 
Okay. Yeah, it's a very old. It's not. It doesn't. It's not around anymore. It merged yeah. with yeah. with um Central or something like that. But yeah, no, I moved over there, and then I lived. Uh, yeah, I so I became. Well, I didn't become. I became a resident alien, and uh, that's. And then that's. I would live there, and yeah, that's where I was cast in Aliens. And then were were you doing theater at the time when you were mm-hmm. in school there? What what plays were you doing? Oh yeah, um, God, let me see. In London or all it, was, in God, London, what, but anywhere, anywhere really. Anywhere. Let me see. Well, um, I mean, I didn't work in New York because I went. To, I left right after I graduated. I went to London after I finished. I mean, I did a lot of Shakespeare, obviously, in my training. And the, mm-hmm. when I left, I just tried to get a job, however I could, in the Fringe Theater. And I did. Um, God, what did I do? I did this French play. God, I don't even remember what that thing was called. And then I did. It was you know, always was doing it in some freezing cold pub somewhere and then you know like a room above a pub then i did this um oh the it's called a pantomime it's like a christmas play okay they're called pantomimes they're they're these you do okay so it it was god what was it cinderella in space or so it was crazy and we would we would rehearse in this squat Uh i remember and then we performed all around london and and outside and we did that for a while Mm -hmm. i remember seeing the director's name on a BBC credit rolling. This was just fairly recent. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) But um, yes, for that play. I just heard, but just like little, you know, fringe theater, things like that all around. Never, never, you know, nothing at like the the National or the RSC. I would have, that would have been a dream. (laughs) (laughs) And so, and so how long were you doing that before the the Aliens audition came about? Four, let me see. I went to, I was there for a total of four years. So first year was drama school. Uh, year three, I guess. Year three. Okay. So I did it in eighty. Yeah, and then I came back to LA um, for the opening. Okay. The premiere. The premiere. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I figured I'd come back and visit the folks and everything, and then I kind of stayed. Ended up going back and forth, but I ended up staying in in, in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. And and so the aliens audition. I've heard there was uh, when you auditioned, there was some misunderstanding of what the what the what the uh, exact movie was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't have an agent. I didn't have an agent, so there was no breakdown, or there was just a um, there was an ad in the stage paper. I forget what it was called. Maybe backstage, or maybe that's mm-hmm. the American version of it. But the same thing. And they had um, the ads in the back and. Um, for like open calls and it was an open call for a film called aliens mm-hmm. and they only wanted to see North American Canadian and North American actors um, only um, with, with a British equity card. And that's all it was. And, you know, send your picture, your picture and your resume into this address, whatever. And um, so I didn't know what, it, I mean, I think for a second, maybe it occurred to me, you know, I, cause I did see alien. It was what, eight years before that. And I, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. Usually sequels are made pretty soon after, especially if it's a successful movie. It's, yeah. you know, so I kind of thought for one second and then I, you know, then I just thought, Oh, listen, they want, you know, North American actors only. And, and when you get your green card in England, it's called your resident alien card. So yeah. I thought, Oh, it's about that kind of thing. You marry somebody to get one or it must be about refugees or immigrants or that was what my idea was. Yeah. So. And, and then you auditioned for, for a uh, Galen Hurd, correct? Is what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, for, yeah, first I put, uh, they called me in, they said to go meet her somewhere in central London in an office. And, um, you know, I dressed up and I was, <laughs> you know, a little nice light wash of makeup and, um, you know, a pair, of, a pair of nice slacks and heels. And a, and I actually had a, it was a hot day on, I remember, because it was very unusual and I was wearing a sleeveless blouse and I walked into the office and there was a poster of Terminator on the wall right behind her and I had just seen it and I loved it. I'd seen it twice in a row. I saw it by myself and I brought my husband back to see it again because I just said, oh my God, this is so good. And a friend of mine had a small part in it too. So... Um, and I was like, oh God, I love that movie. She's like, oh, that's our movie. I was like, oh, oh, oh yes. You know, but I couldn't figure out, I guess I was just confused, you know, but, um, then she, you know, she asked you, well, um, so where are you from? Blah, 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 all the different things. And then she said, oh, um, so do you know anything about this film? And I I said, no, I don't know. And she said, well, it's, you know, did you 
ever see the first alien, Ridley Scott's alien? I said, oh yeah, absolutely. Well, this is a second part to it. And it's, oh my God. And it, it involves a group of Marines, U.S. Marines, mm-hmm. who go back to the planet. And in my mind, I was thinking, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm not dressed. I'm so it's inappropriately like, it's like dressed. Slow, it's like slowly hitting you. Like, oh no, how am I going to get out? Well, of yeah, no, because, you know, usually your agent says, okay, you're going and you're reading for a yeah. Marine. So you yeah. obviously you wear some, you know, Doc Martens and a, whatever, but yeah. Get some sort of hint. So, you know, so I just kind of, um, and they're really, you know, they're, and I, you know, kind of flashed a bicep, you know, curl mm-hmm. at her because I was in the best shape of my life ever. I had just, so this was like the weird, the coincidence is that yeah. I had just finished two years of strict uh, bodybuilding training. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd gone to the gym and I was, I, I just thought, well, I might kind of compete and kind of do all this stuff. And so I was in the best shape of my life two years of training. And um, so she was like, wow, wow, you know, and she said, are you, you know, that was the thing she said, are you, are you a bodybuilder? I said, oh, no, no, I just, I, you know, I'm, I live near a gym and I just, it's just something I got kind of obsessed with because women did not go to the gym in those days. I mean, they didn't lift weight. I mean, there was, it was very on the fringe, very very, on the fringe. Very niche probably at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was like Lisa Lyons. She was, there was a, do you know who Lisa Lyons was? I don't. She, there was a, there's a picture of her by Robert Mapplethorpe. Okay. You know, and I don't, anyway, it's very, very fringe, you know, especially for mm-hmm. women. I mean, and um, so she wanted to know, oh, your body? I said, no, no, I'm not, no, no, I really, I'm an actress. It's just, I know it's weird. It's just, I, I like, you know, lifting weights. And, and she's, oh, do you, you know, do you know any other actresses, you know, American actresses and, you know, with British equity cards who lift? <laughs> I said, I don't know. I hardly know any women. Yeah. You know, there's a couple in my gym. That's it. Um, so, she, so then, so that's, so then she explained and then she said, okay, well then, uh, maybe, I don't know if she had me read or I think she just, she just said here, take this, take these sides, take this script. Um, don't worry about the character. We just want to hear how you read and then um, come back dressed, you know, maybe more like a, <laughs> a soldier. <Yeah. laughs> I said, okay. And so that was the, the beginning of the whole, the whole mm-hmm. thing. And, and was it true that they, they had given it to someone else before you got it? I, I had heard. Yeah, you know, I don't know how far the the deal, I mean, I'm sure the deal wasn't done because then they would have had to pay. Maybe it was, um, you know, I, I guess it wasn't signed, but I mm-hmm. think um, they had, were going with, toward, whatever you want to say, because um, mm-hmm. I'd never asked Jim about the exact, you know, what the deal was. I doubt yeah. there was a deal made. Um with a woman bodybuilder mm-hmm. and it was the same idea he thought well i you know arnold yeah. i taught him how to act and he you know i mean let's do the same thing because they really really wanted the physique to be paramount they just didn't want like you know this was like the jane fonda time you know yeah, <laughs> sort yeah, of yeah. era you know and, yeah. and so that was not that was the sort of look so i mean now it's very common women have yeah. biceps or you know whatever but um so they they'd found this there was a, there was, she was very pretty, um, and I think she was half Latina. I think her dad was Mexican or something like that, but I, I forget her name. Oh, um, Rachel McLeish. That was okay. it, Rachel McLeish. Uh-huh. So she was, she'd come, and they were, you know, gonna, I guess, take her to acting classes or something like that. And I'm not sure how far down, but they were really they down the line with her. So mm-hmm. that's why they said, you're not auditioning for this role, even though we gave you the lines because it's already being cast. It, yeah. It's not gonna be cast here, et cetera. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. So it worked out for me. They decided not to go with her and go mm-hmm. with me instead. So, yeah. And so when were you able to audition with, with Cameron? Like how far down the line oh. was that? I, let me see. So I came back and I read, um, they, they gave me the lines of Vasquez. I forget which scenes, you know, here, there, little bits and bits and pieces. And mm-hmm. I, I came back and I, I read it as Vasquez because, you know, yeah. Well, I, I, it's harder to make up. I don't know. I don't know any other way to sort of read lines. You know, you have to read them as a person. So I figured, well, might as well read as the character who's saying this. <laughs> um, seemed pretty obvious to me. Um, and then um, she said, you have time to go for lunch and come back. And I said, yeah, absolutely. And she said, well, here, take this, this piece, this monologue here and it, um, go have lunch. Uh, just work with it and come back. And I want to hear how you read this. I was like, oh, God, okay, sure. And his character is named Hudson. Again, you're not mm-hmm. reading for this character. I just wanted to see how you read. <laughs> so I said, okay, it's kind of fun, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it was the, um, 
it was that monologue. It was cut out of the film. It's in the mm -hmm. director's cut where he's like, he's pumping the guys up, all of us up during the drop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we got sticks, we got stones, we got. He's doing that whole kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I read it. I thought, oh, okay, I get it. Okay, this is this character. So I did my version of whoever this Hudson person was. You know, it was fun. It was really yeah. fun. Um, very, very opposite to the, you know, this whoever this Vasquez person was. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, thanks, thank you, great. Maybe we'll, you know. And then. That's when I, let me see, the next time is, yeah, is when I got the call to come in and meet um, James Cameron. That's when it was. And that's when I went down to Pinewood Studios, which is outside of London. And um, we, again, kind of talked about Vasquez, talked about the character, kind of did the improvised things, um, read again. He kind of, you know, crawled around on the floor. I forget what, but I remember thinking like, is this guy the writer or is he the director? <laughs> It's, I don't know. The director wouldn't be crawling on the floor. And I was, you know, I, again, yeah. I should, I, I didn't have any info. And of course yeah. I didn't want to say, who are you? You know, I mean, it was like, you know, cause usually you're with an age like, okay, you're going to yeah. go in the room and you're going to meet so-and-so and so-and-so and you're meeting so-and-so yeah. and, -so and, you know, so you'd be prepared. And I just was like, Ugh. but, um, and they were so young too, yeah. you know, I mean, I was 25 and what Gail was 29 and yeah, he was, yeah. Probably 30 probably. i mean it was yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so i was like they weren't, they weren't they weren't gail and her and james james Cameron. well yeah. <laughs> yeah. like that's the thing well yeah i mean they made terminator that was great yeah. but anyway yeah it was a kind of a weird so that was fun and we were just talking and talking about just you know vasquez and who she might be and all that kind of stuff in the in the movie and and because i was i just had that those pages to read yeah you know he didn't tell me anything about the movie so and they said, oh, well, great. it's great. It was really great meeting you. Okay, okay, great, great. Okay, bye. So I left and I thought, well, okay, I got to find my way back to London. I wonder which bus I, you know, I mean, I was like, yeah, yeah. and um, I'm packing up and the casting director came in, said, can you come back in? And I said, yeah, yeah, of course. So I come back in the room and this, and then that's when he said, okay, so this is not, sounds weird. We're going to give you a script of the movie and we want you in the movie but we don't know which role we're going to give you yet. So okay. just read the script and we'll be in touch in a couple of weeks. Is that okay? <laughs> like, ah! like, you know yeah. what I mean? It was, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it was, it was so funny because it was like, you know, we want to get, we want to make sure we get you before anyone else does, yeah. <laughs> which of course, no agent, not, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everybody's. Everyone's coming paying. after me. Yeah. Oh yeah. You better, you better hurry. You better yeah. hurry. I don't know what's um, going to happen. I know. Yeah. So then I, you know, I walked out again into the room and I was like with the script and I'm like with the casting director and I was like, uh, you know, kind of speechless. And she said, okay, uh, do you have an agent? And I, I said, no, I, I, I don't have an agent. She goes, oh, okay. Well, do you want to do the deal directly with me? <laughs> you know, this is Mary <laughs> Selway is like the biggest cast. She yeah. goes, or I could get you an agent if you would like to. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, like the whole thing is, yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah. They, I mean, it's the whole, the whole day is just like crazy. You know what I mean? It's just, I was like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yes, please. Um, and then, you know, I took this train home, got home, and, you know, my husband is like, yeah, how did it go? And I was like, uh, you won't believe this. You know, I was like, I'm in a fucking movie. You know, I, was like, <laughs> I have no idea who, who what I'm playing. It's like, what are you talking about? It was like, it was crazy. And then yeah. it was, and I read the script. It was so good. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, no, it was great. So I, I just, I just loved it. And I love the character of, mm -hmm. of Vasquez. And I was like, Oh God, I hope. I, and, That's the um, Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Although I was, I was just so over the moon. I could not believe mm -hmm. I, I, I was going to, I had a job, you know, paying yeah. job before I was 30 as an actor, you know, it was just like, <laughs> Oh my God, I'll make my parents so happy. I don't have to um, give up yet. That's the thing. Well, yeah, 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 no, no. They say, you know, if you got to be able to be good with being unemployed for six or seven years or yeah. eight years, you know, and that's true, you know? Um, but yeah, no, then I got a call a couple of weeks later and they, you know, said, I've got some good news for you. They're going to, you know, they're going to give you Vasquez. So that was like, Oh my God. Oh wow! So we we did an episode just recently on uh -huh. James Cameron on like his mm -hmm. filmography, and so I guess the one thing I want to know is that how much freedom do you get on set with him in terms of like either the backstory or just either improvising on set? Like, what's that? Well, <laughs> you, 
you better not waste his time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And if you're going to bring something, it better be, it better be good. I mean, of course, I mean, that's understandably, I mean, you know, understandable. And, um, you know, it depends on your relationship. I mean, Bill and him have this long standing relationship and I mean, you know, and, and Bill Paxton, he's just, he just, you know, (laughs) Oh my God. You know, just throw yeah. everything and yeah. anything. He'd be shot down and he'd be like, pick himself back up and he'd just keep going, <laughs> keep going. You know, me, I just like terrified, you know, yeah. I prepare myself if I, and if I had something that I really needed to say and do, mm-hmm. if, if it wasn't in the script, you know, I would bring. And the, also the, one of the few things I brought to him was the, was the pull-ups. Yeah. That, and that was the one thing that I, I had to suggest because I, I think it would make it would make the line work but I also knew that it was a take a lot of time to rig that up and you know yeah. it's but, also it's a great intro for a character like yeah yeah it's just like who is this person and then I, I've, I've, I've heard you say too you've described uh, Cameron as like a very loyal person mm. uh, how, can you explain that a little bit more like how like how so well he's you know He's um, the sort of social graces and the kind of slick sort of, he's just not that, you know, he yeah. is who he is and um, he wants you to go there, do that, you know, that sort of thing. He's, you know, he doesn't mince words and mm-hmm. he, you know, once you, he respects your work and you can do the job and you get along and you work together, he, he just, he seems to be very, very loyal to, you know, I mean, not only the actors, you know, and yeah. of course, if, if it's, it's below the line, it's the designers, it's lighting, it's, you know, it doesn't matter if, you know, you have a huge name or you've done this, yeah. you know, but any, any, I think he feels like he was, like the most people do, you're given a start, you're given a, a leg up and you, you become loyal to the people who helped you out and you kind of bring them up with you. Yeah. You know, yeah. or you just uh-huh, bring them along for the fun either way. Yeah. Cause I know like, like with Bill, like he was like know, on the Corman sets with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, like do, like pa- <laughs> painting with him is what it was. I remember reading. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fun to work with your friends. You know, yeah. I mean, that's a, and, and that's what, that was my next thing is that what I like about his films, and I, I think you're, you're very prominent in this and with Aliens as well, is that they have a weird like family vibe to them. Like they're these very like makeshift families, like I think when you break mm. it down. And I think that's very apparent in like Aliens with like, with y'all's chemistry, especially like the latter, like I guess the, the, the last hour or so of the movie with like you and Bill and, and, mm. and Lance and Michael Bean and all of them. Um, like what was that experience with, with those, with that cast? What was that experience like working with them? Well, we spent a lot of time together and we were given the luxury of getting to know each other for two weeks before. And, and when I know, I mean, being paid, you know, rehearsal, it was rehearsal yeah. for two weeks, which is, you know, that is an incredible luxury. So we, you know, aside from a lot of times it's just, you know, the table read and then, you know, you're up yeah. and you're on and, and you're doing your work. And I mean, I understand how that has to be in film and TV, but it was amazing. I'm just like the set department gets to be, you know, art departments together and you're talking about stuff. We got to know each other and talk to each other and, and, and uh, do weapons training and then kind of hang out socially with each other and fool around and, and improvise. And so it, it, it does show, it does show that we really know each other and we acted like, um, well, it's an ensemble, yeah, which is, which is a military unit. And and then you, I mean, again, it's not a Cameron film, but then you kind of carry that over with Near Dark with with uh, with Bill Paxton and Lance Henriksen. Mm-hmm. Like it's still like that again. Like there's a family vibe in that movie with all of y'all. Like it's, it's I mean, it's <laughs> well, a very, good. <laughs> yeah, it's very. I mean, but it's, that's why I love about it. it's it's this it's this very against this makeshift family where uh, you guys have been together for so long, and so. It's, that, def- it's a family it's a family vacation from hell <laughs> <laughs> that never ends you're, yeah. you're with your family in a winnebago and you just for, into for eternity a, for years for decades or sometimes hundreds of and years that's why they were so mean you know they were upset i mean and truly by the end it was interesting because yeah we had known each other i mean obviously bill lance and i i mean that was a really interesting casting and and we yeah. had that relationship there and that like language yeah with each other and but I swear by the end, so that the first scene where you f- see us, the interior inside the Winnebago is the only part that was, that was filmed on a set. 
And oh, that wow. was at, Ra at Raleigh Studios. Okay. Inside of Little Winnebago. And that was like two days. Yeah. All the rest of it was, I forget how many weeks, but like six weeks of nights. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you know, at a at a truck stop in Arizona in the freezing cold yeah. or I, I mean, and it was we had by that end of that time, and then you know, we had, you know, Homer, um, Josh, lovely Josh Miller, who at that time was, you know, twelve and mm -hmm. celebrated his thirteenth birthday and his month. Oh my God, we we kind of hated each other in the way that only only a family who'd gone on a trip for that long. So by the time we got to the scene where we were inside and we're sitting and we're cramped together and and like I remember Josh Miller had that it was like a ball in between shots he was like banging it, banging it, banging it, and like Bill like takes it from him and goes like, just fucking God damn it, I am gonna kill you and I'm gonna kill this ball and you know it was. It was so perfect. I mean, we had we had just had enough of each other, as you know, anybody would after a while. But it was it worked. It absolutely worked for that first moment in the scene. Oh no, it does. <laughs> and and my, my favorite scene in the entire movie is the bar scene that happens. Like for I mean, oh like, yeah, it's it's amazing. And like and and Bill Paxton, uh, he he's a firecracker in that scene. He just like he go he goes off in that scene. So good, so good. And and I mean, uh, there was stuff cut out. I mean, that was. <laughs> It's toned down a little. I mean, he oh, would was just it go, really? He would go and go. I mean, so much of that was, you know, the improvised. And mm -hmm. I mean, he was just in his element. And you know, all the other God, all the the, the victims, they were amazing. You know, the 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 bartender and the mm -hmm. biker and the wait. Yeah, they were so good. So it was. Yeah, that's such a such a great scene. Yeah, I, it, and, it, and it just goes on. Like we we actually, my friends and I just watched that. I had seen it before, but we watched it during quarantine. Like uh -huh. we, we have a movie night like once a week is what it is. And Near Dark was mm -hmm. one of them. And that's the scene where you're just like, it just keeps, in a good way, it just keeps yeah. going. Like I was like, we're on like three songs, like three songs playing this in this scene, just like all the way through. Like it's a long. It and, is yet. Mm -hmm. And like, kind of, and, and terrifying. That's the other thing. It's like, it's a great scene, but it's also like terrifying to me. When yeah, I know the song it. is interesting because the songs that it changes it changes the um, tone. You exactly. Know, the, oh, it's really, yeah, it's, it's really yeah. good. It's really good. There's, yeah. And, and then the other thing I had about that, that movie is who came with the hairstyle for, for, for your character, for Diamondback? Oh, oh, that was, what well, was in the script. Okay. It said that she was a peroxide blonde. Okay. And um, Catherine said, oh, you know, you don't, you don't have to do that. Don't, and that's just, you know, I just wrote it. You, yeah. can, you can do what you want. And I, and I, but I was like, no, 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 no. I think that's really, that's really interesting. Because mm -hmm. we'd all had talked a lot about the flesh out, like uh, the backstory of when we returned, from yeah. what period each of us had come from. And we, again, with Catherine, we spent the three, we spent a lot of time rehearsing and talking and, and, um, you know, we'd figured out the time and you could see with the costumes there were hints of where they were. And um, mm -hmm. so like uh, Lance, he mentioned something about in the, like civil war. In the civil war, yeah, yeah. right? And then you got Bill, he's all about uh, dead, uh, not Deadwood, what am I saying? Um, the OK Corral, the last- um, Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, Wyatt so Earp. Yeah, Wyatt Earp. Yeah, yeah. So he was, that was, he was a gunslinger and he was okay. killed in that. And then you move up the years and I'm in um, the Dust Bowl depression. So oh, I'm kind of wow. like the, the postman always rings twice. So that's why yeah. I was looking at that. So she's bottle dyed her hair. Okay. You know, she's got to get out of this place. Um, Cause I talked about being picked up by, you know, hitchhiking and, and so I, but I just thought, well, you know, you're on the road, you're a vampire. You're dyeing your hair in a bathroom. You don't have time to do, to, you know, touch up your roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna grow out. Yeah. It's the kind of woman who's like, she might not be that clean her nail, but her, she will have her black eyeliner no matter what. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So that was, there was that. So I was the Dust Bowl gal, um, and then Homer was fifties, kind of the kid, you know. Yeah. So that kind of the leave it to the weird twisted yeah. leave it to beaver. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Got it. So we just that was Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I didn't catch I mean it's that makes more sense now with the with like the dust bowl and all the different eras. Like I knew about Lance's thing with uh Civil War because he mentions it, but I could see the other one that that being where the other ones are from. 
Uh, yeah, tomb, oh, sorry, it was Civil War, Tombstone, uh, the Dust Bowl, and then like Leave It to Beaver, and then you, <laughs> then you go then you go into the present. What a great so fam- just, what a great family! It's Americana, <laughs> you know. It's it's just a ride across you know the, yeah. the American landscape. I mean, it really is. And then you use like a a, a switchblade a lot, or like a knife in that movie a lot too, like the. It was a butterfly knife. It was okay. a Filipino. I think they said it was Filipino butterfly knife. So yeah, I had to kind of learn how to how to do that. I, you know, I learned lots of skills. I learned how to <laughs> learn how to weld during aliens. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That I get welding. Sense. I yeah. had to weld. That would make sense. And yeah. And then, uh, learned how to use a butterfly knife in near mm-hmm. dark and yeah. <laughs> and so you already moved back to LA by the time near dark got yeah. cast. Okay. Yeah. And was yeah. it like, how long of a gap, like between like moving back to LA, did that come about with near dark? God, I, um, it was pretty soon afterwards. I mean, when I came back to LA, one of the reasons I stayed is because, you know, I had a lot of interest yeah. uh, in me and taking lots of meetings and lots of reading lots of scripts. And I would be hanging out, you know, I'd socialize a lot with, with Bill and Lance and Mark and all the guys from Aliens and my friends. And we'd all say, oh, so what are you reading for? What are you reading for? You know, that kind of thing. And um, none of, we didn't mention this. We didn't mention the <laughs> script to each other because we just thought, God, this is really, they're going to think I'm crazy when I say, oh, yeah, I read this really great thing. It's a vampire western. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. no, no, guys, it's really good. I swear, I swear. Yeah. So we, so I forget, like at some dinner, someone said, oh, well, there is this kind of vampire western. And it was like, wait a second. Wait, I read that too. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, me too. It's so, good. yeah, it's really, it's really good. I can, it's kind of poetic and I, it's hard to explain. So, yeah, that was the first thing I did after, right? After because it came out, let me see. Aliens came out in the summer 80, of I think eighty six, right? Six, yeah. And then this New was I remember, yeah, it was yeah, so year and a half or something like that. Yeah, it was. Well, it came out. I remember Halloween. That was the unfortunate thing. Halloween yeah. weekend, and so that would have been eighty seven, right? Yeah, almost almost eighty eight. So yeah, and that yeah. was like right when the trend of like vampire movies was happening. Was the other thing. Well, there was the books, those great books, um, Interview with a Vampire, mm-hmm. um, which I had read and, you know, kind of was told to read because of, of the sort of idea of the, the loneliness of the vampire. That was sort of that mm-hmm. kind of thread running through it, how lonely it is, that life. And, but yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you know, there was the, what was it called? The Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. opened on the same weekend, which, yeah, <laughs> crushed us, crushed us. <laughs> we were not. Yeah. <laughs> The teen surfer, like vampire, like vampire movie. I know we were not the. I was not part of the brat pack. <laughs> <laughs> it was like three years too old. I was yeah. so over the hill. I was yeah. all of twenty twenty six. You know, <laughs> too old for the brat pack. Oh, I was. I, I was twenty. I mean, twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. That's that's like way over the hill in Hollywood. <laughs> and, and, but it's gained. But Near Dark's gained somewhat of a life. Like after, like years later, like it's become pretty like cult following. It's pretty amazing. I was I was actually amazed when people would mention that they'd seen it. Yeah. Um, my husband actually saw my my second husband. Sorry, not the one at the time, the English one, but mm-hmm. actually managed a movie theater. He managed the the Clay Theater in San Francisco, okay. which is sort of like a you know art house, a grind house. And yeah. he saw he was you know because it only played for a weekend or two weekends before they yeah. had to pull it. You know, <laughs> and he actually oh double bill. Oh, the lower half, of, it was, yeah, lower half of the double bill. He's okay. shouting at me from the other room. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so I was always amazed. I was amazed, but then, you know, it got re, because it got re-released. I guess the, it, it, the, the company that released it went bankrupt and the rights were all messed up. And, yeah. you know, it was always just some, some dude in a video store, sort of like cinephile. Yep. That's how I found about it. Yeah, that's how I found it. Like, hey, no, man, you don't want to see that piece of shit. You, this is what you really want to see. You know, they hand you this old beat up copy of the, you know, the VCR. And then, you know, it got. I couldn't believe it when they called me and said, "Hey, you know, we're re-releasing it on the CD, and we're going to do a documentary." And Mm -hmm. even now, just the other day, I was in it. In you know, in Atlanta, I was getting some food to go, and this guy's. Like looking at me, taking us. Can I see your ID? And and then he's looking and. And then he goes, you are near dark. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I really, I was like, oh my God. You're, oh my God. He goes, oh man. You know, so the fans are pretty hardcore. Yeah. And I'm, you know. 
So I'm glad. I'm glad. And they played it at the Museum of Modern Art once yeah. with um, you know, because it's beautiful. I mean, Catherine, you know, it's like an art film. Yeah, it's really beautifully is. shot. Beautifully shot. Oh, yeah. And the score's yeah. wonderful, but Tangerine Dream and Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, you do a few other things, but the but Terminator 2 happens 91, I think is when it is. Yeah. 91. How did how did your involvement come with that? That was just a pick the phone up. <laughs> and I know, I know sometimes it's either it comes really hard for me or really easy. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it was, um, well, you know, James Cameron and I were, he'd always, you know, how's it going? How's, you know, what movies are you reading? You know, and I would, I'd kind of mention, you know, it was a little hard being a character actress and you know, my first role playing someone didn't look like me and they're always thinking, you know, I'm like six feet and next, yeah. you know, I'm huge. And he said, oh, but you're so sweet. You're such a great mom. I, I had just had a kid a couple of years ago. Oh, but you're so sweet. You're a mom. Mm-hmm. You can do, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he called me up and he said, well, I got you a mom role. <laughs> you're going to play a mom in a, in a movie. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, cool, yeah. yeah, cool. It's going to be so great. I'm just like, and he's so, he was like, <laughs> So that's how I got it. So it's great. I love, I, I think she's, she's just it's terrible. She's such a, her, her and Xander, uh, you know, her and Todd, yeah. we would just, we would, we would pretend that we basically took a lot of bong hits before the door. <laughs> Kept the knock on the door. And there's a cop. Oh, there's, there's a, a cop here. Cop, you know, you know so. what did that, what did that kid do this time? Right, right, right. But and, and then but I heard that you because you also kind of play the the T one thousand technically of or you you met with Robert Patrick correct like how to play mm-hmm. that character how did that go Yeah, that was great. So um, I guess it's actors always want to get together and rehearse with each other <laughs> if you can't if you can possibly can. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's just usually you know if you're with films they're busy or doing something, but you know, he was so excited and, you know, was like, oh, you want to come over to my apartment and I can tell you what I'm doing? And I mean, he was blown away. He got this role. I mean, my God, he was like, couldn't believe it. He was so, so excited. And so, yeah, we met and he told me what he was doing, his physicality, Mm -hmm. how he kind of held his, his, you know, saw with his ears and, you know, subtle things that would kind of clue the audience in that she was, it was sort of different, you know, you know, that's, it's, fun things as an actor to do, mm-hmm. you know, and you, people catch it in some yeah. way. If they don't, you just kind of get this sense that something's, uh, something's a little off aside from the fact that she's just way too nice. She's and too nice, She yeah. doesn't know the name of the, of the dog, yeah. you know, aside from that, you know, when you so that was for, Yeah. When you come home for dinner, why is she asking me this? She never wants me home for dinner. <laughs> this is insane. And then, and then you work with Robert Patrick again on autopsy. Right. right. Have you seen that? I have seen it. You I have watched, that at the yeah, oh I watched, yeah yeah I yeah I watched it this weekend actually. <laughs> I heard I heard it was on because I um I, on Facebook I'm I'm friends you know with the director and 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 he had said oh, hey you know it's on isn't it isn't it on um I I rented Hulu it off or of, Amazon or something I I, I, re- I rented it off Amazon is what I did right yeah right 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 yeah 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 that was that was very strange that was that was good i like that movie it's so disgusting <laughs> it's, fun. it's very bloody it's very yeah it's, oh. it's, yeah not for oh. the faint of heart <laughs> it's just yeah and, and i mean that gave me the whole because I, when i started to read it and i was just like oh my what oh 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 you know my god it's so you know and um it's and just your character's so like a neat freak and your character's yes. like, like it's so like i want to be clean oh my god you bear me dirty well, that was, well, see, that's what gave me, so, you know, I love looking at a script and different, different things and trying to find, you know, a, about who this woman was. And the, yeah. the only, what I got from the director, she, he said, you know what, I know it's kind of, it reads like a nurse ratchet, uh-huh. but I, I, I just, I just don't want you to do it like that. If you could come up with something different than nurse, you know, and I get it, you know, mm-hmm. and trying to think of who is that woman and, you know, sometimes I thought, well, they're in this, you know, we were in the South, was we, we filmed it in in uh where are we where louisiana because it takes place yeah in louisiana, it was uh, clinton outside it was at a, a, a sane asylum there's a there's a okay. uh, yeah there's a hospital for the criminally insane and that's okay. where we filmed it and um but um oh yeah so i was just thinking like you know that kind of southern woman <laughs> you know 
she's just so sweet. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I was like, because she's just so bitter. And so, you know what I mean? She will kill you, kill you with that smile. You know what I mean? Like, butter won't melt in her mouth. But I will and, but then I, the cleaver, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, I also thought, I mean, my first thought, you know, as an actress, I get this white thing. And I think, how am I going to keep myself clean? This costume, how many do they have for me? Because there's so much blood on this set. This is going to be freaking <laughs> impossible. And then I thought, ah. Oh, that's it. That's the key to her character. She's yeah. also just freaked out yeah. that when she has to kill people that she's going to get a splatter of blood on her. <laughs> no wonder, no wonder everything is so tense and she's just like a neat freak and a germaphobe. So I was just like, that's it. That's, that's the character. She's a germaphobic. Yeah. Oh, working in a place where you're chopping people up. So you, you clean, you, you clean the phone every time you answer it. I, yeah. know, like, yeah. I was, because I was like, she does that every time. Okay, I get it. And then the, it pays off when you're like, you got me dirty at the very end. I was like, oh, okay, this is what it is. It's a terrible place to be if you if you're that type of person. I know. Just don't try to chop somebody's arm off if you, <laughs> if you need if you need to stay. So anyway, that yeah. was that was fun. I'm glad I'm glad it's people are seeing it. That I, I also didn't get much of a a release or I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty yeah, good. It's it's fun. It's a it's it's a short, fun, like lean horror film. Like yes, yes. Thing. But yeah, but yeah, you with you did Robert, with Robert Patrick on that one as well. But but back to Terminator Two. Mm -hmm. uh, because you've you've done multiple films with, with Cameron, did he change from film to film, or is he just the exact same every time? He's the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, as like you said, he, you know, meeting him when he was young. Oh well, he wasn't James Cameron then, but yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he was though. Yeah. <laughs> he was, you know, I mean, as a thirty-year-old, he yeah. was as possessed, and I mean, of possessed of a maturity and yeah. drive and a focus as you know beyond his his age and talent and then as he's become more and more and more famous he still works as if he's just that same 30 yeah. year old who's there just to kind of do a job with a bunch of journeymen and you know there's maybe millions and billions of well, behind but that doesn't matter that's not his yeah. concern yeah. his concern is just getting the shot and doing the, the work so yeah because i know he has like um people see him a certain way like outside people but like mm. when like going into like looking at his movies and also just like researching him, it just seems like he like wants to make a good movie at the end of the day. Like that's like what he wants to do. Of course, yeah. yeah. And he and he and he wants to make what's interesting to him. Yeah. And it, it doesn't it doesn't matter, you know. I mean, he was interested in machines and and weaponry and the 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 grunt, the the plight of the the foot soldier, yeah. and he's making that. And then he's fascinated in the Titanic, and he's going to make that. And he's wants to do it himself. He'll do that. And you know, I mean, it's just <laughs> yeah, you know. So, yeah. what, what do you think makes him stand out as a director? Like, is it is it all that, or is there something else about him? Well. I don't know. I mean, you know, if you watch Aliens, it's like every frame, everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's filled and and yeah, yeah, action and constant and and, it, and there's a logic. I mean, I as an actor, I always appreciate, you know, the the pieces fit together. Mm -hmm. That the people aren't doing these crazy things that doesn't have any basis basis in logic and yeah, you know, so. I don't know. I, I, and you know, he loves genre, you know, the different types of genre films. And so I'm yeah. kind of a film geek. So I really, I really like that. Yeah. And I, I read that he was, I mean, he was always into sci-fi growing up. And then uh, oh, yeah. I think it was, I read that it was 2001 Space Odyssey that kind of broke him out. Like, oh, I should, I should be a filmmaker <laughs> or be involved that... in films. Yeah. But, and you mentioned Titanic, cause I want to get to that too, because weirdly mm -hmm. uh, with my family, I mean, my family's not a big sci-fi they're not big sci-fi people. So they haven't really seen Aliens. They haven't seen like Near Dark. But I mentioned Titanic oh. and explained like, oh, she's it's the Irish mother and Titanic. She goes, oh, I love her. Like, it's <laughs> like that, that's what like gets them. And, 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 I, and I love you in that role. And well, thank you. I, I, get, I guess my big question was, how do you, how do you prep for a role like that? Because like, I don't think we really get a name of her in any way, like at least on screen. Like, how do you prep for that type of role? Hmm. Well, like you, uh, you prep the way you would for any, any role, mm -hmm. you know, so you're playing a person in a situation um, with a certain kind of history. I mean, it was interesting. I was talking with the Irish actors on, on the set. I mean, I was pretty much the only non, you know, at 
ethnic, you know, I wasn't from the Irish, people believe the Irish actors were from Ireland and, mm -hmm. you know, all different. So, um, but I was talking with them, the musicians, a lot of the musicians, and they were telling me, you know, how so many people died. So many, mm -hmm. you know, the Irish, they, they went over, they worked on the ship and they, you know, some, in Belfast and Liverpool and, and, you know, the, the myth of you know women and children first it was just it was the first class women and children yeah. first yeah so um they helped me with the bedtime story i told them because it just mm -hmm. in the script it says she tells them a story or puts them to sleep with a story or a song or something like that I forget whatever so i was trying to figure what you know and they were they'd come up to me and said you have to say that this is the, the land of tiernanog and i remember one of them he wrote out the whole story this long mm -hmm. page you know, i knew i wouldn't get to say the whole thing <laughs> But you know how it was about the land of you yeah. know like Valhalla and the other side and um, but uh, I didn't you know I mean the set as far as preparing my sort of awe of like entering this boat yeah. I mean the set was so re real yeah and you enter down this this plank and I was holding both the two children the actors with my both my hands and my baggage and and you're then you go down these hall I mean you're in you know no acting yeah. necessary you are in the environment mm -hmm. so did you write a backstory for that role because for some reason I thought I heard Cameron say at some point like a commentary that you'd written a backstory or an extensive backstory on that role mm. maybe I'm mishearing <laughs> maybe I misheard it somewhere you know there's always yeah I mean you know I, I, you know, I don't usually write this stuff down. I just usually have, you know, obviously where, where she was going, where her husband yeah. was, you know, I mean, all of those things, all actors, do, all, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. do that. I mean, it was funny. I was, um, so for this role, this time, did I have, yeah. So I had my, my oldest son and I was in the process of adopting mm -hmm. a child, yeah. um, a boy, you know, and, but I didn't, I didn't know, wasn't a specific child, but I was, you know, looking to adopt yeah. and the, it kept, the, the the film I, my role kept being pushed and pushed and pushed but I so I just said you know I'm I'm doing this and I I might have to have she might have to have another child a baby wrapped in a, in a and it's, like, it's just great that'll be great there's no problem with that having a newborn wrapped in you know, so he said that's, that's great. It, as it turned out the the baby my son was born maybe like six weeks before so uh, you know i didn't ha i decided to leave him at home and go back and forth and gotcha as opposed to bringing him on the set but and then how long were you on the set for because i know that's that was a, a big somewhat you know, troubled not, set right yeah no you know what um i was this was filmed down in rosarita mexico mm -hmm. and so it was a total of a kind of two weeks on and off i mean i i worked with children you know, and at mm -hmm. night, so you have to be wrapped on first. So yeah. it was a lot of times where we'd get ready, we'd get prepared, and then it was like, gotta wrap them, you know? And so um, it wasn't that long at all. Okay. You know, it was like three days within one week and then coming back and, you know, yeah. filming the the other scenes. It was only, I was only in three yeah, scenes. Yeah, three scenes. It's three, uh, three setups, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's when you're coming in, when you pass DiCaprio, and then I uh -huh. think it's the yeah it's the it's the life jackets when you're like at the when you're at you guys at the stairs and then the right and then the, putting them to bed yeah 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 you know it's funny after we did the um we did them in order okay and then <laughs> the little boy was so cute oh my god this little boy um and he'd only like i think was in the background of like a mcdonald's commercial or something you okay. know he didn't he'd never he wasn't a you know a movie kid um, and after, so we filmed the one, you know, where I say, you know, when they finish putting the, you know, the first class passengers on the boat, they'll be coming for us. And then I would do the, the, the going to bed scene where he just had to be asleep. After we finished that, he comes up to me and I was like, oh, well, that was great. It was nice working with you. And he goes, well, what about the other scene? And I was like, what, what? He goes, you know, when, when we get on the boats, the one, you know, when you tell me we get on. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like, oh, no. I was like, uh, you better, uh, I don't think your mother might know when that's going <laughs> to It's like, oh, God, poor thing. Oh, I'm not going to tell him. He's going to find out when he sees the movie. No, <laughs> no. Oh man. So, so do you have a favorite, I guess, movie with Cameron? Like, I mean, we've talked about three of like the three that you did. Do you have a favorite one? You know, my, well, Vasquez, I spent the most time. I mean, that was, yeah. that's pretty obvious at being doing that, but God, all three, those, I mean, the three characters were great. They were just uh, really different from each other. Yeah. Um, had a real sort of importance for the story. 
Yeah. You know, I like that. I like even, even, you know, the small, they, this, the Titanic one, which was a small role. And mm-hmm. even the, you know, the, has, has some sort of pivotal point yeah. to what the, what the story is trying to tell, which I like that, you know, yeah. I mean, I would, I would, I would do something even if it wasn't me <laughs> doing that. But I mean, yeah. that, that makes me think back of all of them and think, you know, they all were really, really good roles. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know the Irish mother, for example, it's just, it's one that pops out to me when rewatching it is that how he sets you guys up pretty well, like early on sets that character up. Like, mm-hmm. Seems like they're not going to mean anything at the beginning. And then it comes around. I think like the, the bedtime story is like the pivotal moment for when the ship is going down. That's the one that a lot of people know, like remember is that specific moment. Well, yeah, that's when I read it. When I, well, that, that one, I was like, he gave me the script and said, okay, so go through it you know the this role is taken here you know obviously yeah. here. which which one would you okay. kind of speaks to you so i was you know i read it and i was like oh i want this one <laughs> you know <laughs> the entire movie stops from yeah. you know so i can you know put these children to sleep yeah. you know yeah so yeah i was like oh i think i, I want to audition for that one so. <laughs> did you audition for that one or was it like a- yeah yeah i okay. auditioned for it yeah okay. and i it's funny i auditioned with my son my oldest son, um, it was real, I, he, he would never want to, you know, he was very, very shy, incredibly shy. And I forget why he said he wanted to go. Someone said, oh, he said, I'll, I'll read for it as well. And I was like, oh, okay, you want to do that, Pablo? You know, and he goes, and while we're doing it, he's reading with me and he starts to cry while he's reading it. I mean, it was really a devastating read, but... The, but <laughs> The, the casting director came up to me and just said, he was really crying. I said, yeah. And he's like, he doesn't want it. I said, no, he doesn't want to do this. This, this is, I was shocked that he even said he was going to come in. But no, no, this is not a child who wants to be an actor. Because <laughs> movies would upset him so much. He, he, he couldn't see Free Willy just like made him. Oh, man. Just, oh, yeah. no, no. No Disney films for my, because you know, there's always like somebody's father being trampled. Yeah. That's how it starts. Uncle. Yeah. Oh, never, <laughs> never. He just, I could not take him to any of those sort of movies. He had to, it's like Wayne's World all the way. It had to be comedy and stuff. Well, that's, that's fine. Wayne's World's totally fine. <laughs> it was totally fine. Yeah. I asked him one, I said, how did you, do you know what's going on? Because he was really young, you know. And he goes, yeah, uh, uh, Wayne has a girl and Garth wants that girl too. So they go <laughs> look for girls. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's basically the plot. Yeah, that sums that's it up. Yeah. That sums it up. You understood the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a few more movies I want to bring up real quick. Uh, Miracle Miles, another one I love that you're in. Oh. Mm-hmm. With your, you're the helicopter scene, I think is what it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forget. I, I, I have either was Beverly Hills chick number one or Beverly Hills chick number two. two. <laughs> I remember, was I number two? I, I, I oh, let me, <laughs> see. let me see. I don't know. I mean, I remember making up a, a name for myself. I'm Sharon Finkelstein or something like that. <laughs> I mean, it was just, because it was just so bizarre with their Uzis and their like Gucci bags or, you know, <laughs> like where did these, where did they come from? Beverly Hills chick number one. That's, that was. Oh, that was never, okay. Well, yeah, yes, yeah. of course. Of you course get top, you get top one. billing on that. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> darling. Absolutely. <laughs> No, yeah, that's just, well, the thing is with that movie, it's like, there's so many people that pop up in that movie. Yeah. Miracle Mile. And it, that's why, like, I kind of, it's also just a, a very odd movie that I just, another video store find is what it was, that people just, like, love and, like, push on people. And that one just yeah. is a fun one. Well, it was funny. I was in this, um, there was this, uh, what was it, entertainment? It was a, it was the, the 100 best movies you've never seen. And of course, I was in two of them. I was like, <laughs> you know, on one hand, that's a great thing for a career. And another thing, not so great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not exactly the best things. I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's a good thing. But um, yeah, no, Steve DeJarnett, I mean, the, yeah. the right in the direct. Yeah, it is a really, really interesting movie. That hope, yeah. hopefully more people will watch because it's, it's just fun and then you you were you were uh in fear and loving las vegas as well mm-hmm. as, as Al, yeah. Al, alice the maid is that is, is that what I mean? alice the maid yeah that was that was fun that was great i mean that yeah <laughs> it's more, com- went, it's more comedic than than usual i think i know right? yeah that was the best thing because yeah. i i really hardly ever get to do comedy and i went in 
first of all, I was just, I could not believe I was going to go in and read and meet Terry Gilliam. Yeah. I mean, that was just like, I could not freaking believe it. And um, they said, you know, do two different versions of this woman. We're not sure who she's going to be. You know, in the book, okay. she's, a, a, she's, she's Mexican and she's older. And, but, but because Benice, anyway, they said, we don't want it that. We want, we want something different. So I did two different ways. I think I did, I mean, I did some sort of Southern mm-hmm. maid gal or something. And then I did that sort of Eastern European, yeah. you know, where is she from? Um, a stand kind of woman, and um, but when they when I got the job, they said they forgot to tell me which which one they wanted me to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to the set, I was like, oh my god, you know. So I asked Terry Gilliam, and he was like, oh my god, do the do that accent. Where the hell, you know? He was like, that cracked me <laughs> up. That cracked me up, you know. Yeah. So that was that was really fun. That was just one day, you yeah. know. That was just one day filmed in that in that hotel room, and. Yeah, it was good. It's quick and fast. And you mentioned accents and you and you tend to have like a lot of different accents when you're doing like the roles we've talked about. Like what is how long do you spend on each accent? Or is that just like you have that already in your like in your toolkit basically? No, I work I work on it. I mean I, I listen, it's just I'm I mimic, you know, I mm-hmm. um I mean I do what a lot of actors do is you you um I, I just got what I use is the BBC sometimes. The BBC has really good tapes of people okay. you go on and I imitate them actually though for Titanic I had a vocal coach I had an accent coach I mean an accent yeah. coach which was really great and so she had tapes for me and um that was wonderful but otherwise I just I just find it I find somebody I want to imitate and just do that you know <laughs> I got you yeah, yeah. And, and my next question is that how many times have you been blown up in movies right I am the <laughs> Most explosive actress in Hollywood, I was. Um, let me see. I was. I blew. I guess I self combusted in Near Dark. Okay. In the sun, so I yeah. guess that counts as, counts as one. I, I don't know. You know, Miracle Mile. Did I escape or not? I may have gotten blown up in the nuclear blast. Well, that one is. We leave that and one. Yeah, yeah, it never shows. It never shows. Like, not sure. So that's yeah. a, you know, that's term. Uh, Lethal Weapon Two. Yeah, yeah, oh, aliens! Too. I blow myself up, yeah. and then God, lethal weapon too. I get blown off the diving board. Yeah. yeah. And I heard, and you were, you were, uh, were you pregnant during that time when they shot that? Yes. I, okay. Yeah, I was six months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, but it was not me going off the diving board. Yeah. And no. and, they, and, they, and was it the did the stunt woman get like? Yeah, she got blown in. Yeah, it was. She didn't get hurt. I mean, I okay. think she she might have her 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 foot or yeah no she yeah she but it was it was a a sort of a mistiming sort of thing so her 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 getting blown is actually a stunt woman being blown off a a board so i just had to be my the my the horrible thing i had to do was be in a bathing suit at six months pregnant (laughs) (laughs) that was my risk yeah so was it it three so we had we had near dark aliens lethal weapon two uh was there another one that i'm missing uh miracle and then the possible miracle mile Yeah, possible miracle mile we're not sure um oh no i wasn't blown up i was stabbed billy baldwin stabbed me told me <laughs> did you ever you ever see that which, which, one, which, one, which one was that it was called fair game i have not watched fair game <gasps> that one i've not oh, watched. it is so bad it is <laughs> It's it's getting to the point where it's getting so it's so bad. It's very eighties, and it's yeah. with it's it's um, Cindy Crawford's first yeah. and final film, her last her, oh, her debut, was, and her oh, it was. I'm it looking was at yeah. Bad. I'm looking at the budget compared to the box office, and it's not a not a pretty sight. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, really, I think you want to hate watch, and it's okay. but it, it's really good. I mean, we play these. These assassins. It's from this book, apparently. Mm-hmm. They made two movies out of it. Two bad movies in the 80s out of it. Yeah, I'm reading you that. You run right around trying to like kill her for you never know. The audience has no idea why through the entire movie until the very end where the, all of a sudden the big monologue comes up, you know, where they do you know Explain, why I'm yeah. chasing you? you know, oh no, my God. And we're running around Miami in a black van wearing all black clothes. <laughs> As if we're never going to be seen. I mean, it's most, it's just, 
it's it's so good it's so bad it's really good yeah I, <laughs> I, like, look like it was cobra was the movie it did oh right yes yeah. the other one I, yeah. it's just the most <laughs> and then they had to they had to reshoot it and they had oh my god they had to dub her over and then oh, they man. i think they had to fire the director and po oh it was, ew, oh boy yeah but it was a great miami vacation I spent <laughs> 12 weeks in the, the cor in Coral Gables, and it was a great, it was really great. <laughs> I, yeah, when I hear someone that's like, like just a bad movie, they're like, oh, but at least it was a good location I got to go to, like, I think it was... Oh, well, I knew it was, it was a bad movie when I read the script. <laughs> oh, I knew it. But you're like, but I just um, didn't realize, I did not realize how bad. How bad. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Miami... Like let's uh, I need a vacation. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what was my consideration on yeah. that one. <laughs> like I heard, I heard one of the producers on like Waterworld was like, man, at least we were in Hawaii because if we weren't in Hawaii, I would have. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so true. I mean, you yeah. know, that's yeah. So with like you're you're big in the sci-fi horror fandom right now. I know you've done a lot of screenings and I guess conventions as well. Like, how do you? Think oh yeah. How how do you think your interactions with fans is going to change like in this like pandemic like world or post pandemic world like how God, I, it just destroyed all of that didn't it yeah um, yeah it's it's so I mean well, it destroyed everything um, yeah you know it's I, I don't know you know it's it's so I I really love doing conventions mm -hmm. um. You know, I would just maybe do two, maybe three. I didn't do that many, but you know, and it was great. I'd get to go to a different city and see actors I hadn't seen for a while, other friends meet actors. I, I love going around the table and just fangirling, you know, people, uh, actors I admire and just look at their pictures and talk to them and just, just great. And talk with, you know, talk with fans. And I'm, you know, I'm not a, a germaphobe. I'm always like hugging yeah. people and shaking hands. I'm just all that sort of thing. So I don't, I have no idea, you know how it's going to happen, you know, post-vaccine, all of that. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing something, might be doing something via Zoom, whatever, and all of that people yeah. are trying to do, but it's, it's not the same. Yeah, I know, it's, yeah. I know, I it'll come back, you know, like yeah. everything else. So the past few years, you have a new venture you've been doing as well. Mm-hmm. And that's Jeanette Braz. Yeah, if it's actually been 11 years. 11, oh, wow, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, I know, time flies <laughs> um, when you're killing yourself. Um, yeah, no, it was kind of 11 years ago. I was actually at a convention. This is where I got the idea. I was at a Comic-Con in London okay. or outside of London. And I, someone said there was this bra store there that I'd heard about on the internet, you know, and I went and mm -hmm. just kept saying, oh my God, I, why don't they have bras like this in the US? And I, why don't they open a store here? And it was just this thing like, I don't know, why don't we do it? It's like, how yeah. do you import a bra? And my husband's an artist. And so he like designs the, the stores and yeah, we opened one in East Hollywood and then second one and then got covered in the Wall Street Journal yeah. and opened a third one. And, you know, just kind of learning about business and, but it's, you know, it's kind of like the arts. I talk to people, I, I learn about them, their stories, and I get to select beautiful lingerie that I get in Paris. Mm -hmm. And my husband designs things. We call it retail theater. <laughs> you know, it's an, envi an environment that people walk into. Yeah. And okay. um, so, yeah, now, now, so we've got four in Los Angeles and one in Atlanta. And yeah, we opened our last two, the Burbank and the Atlanta store, within three weeks of each other. It oh, wasn't man. planned that way. And then the week before the, the, the shutdown. Yeah. So it's, it's now we're in a completely different trying to stay alive. And yeah. we're, you know, we're back open. All, all yeah. the stores are back open and mask wearing and all that. But uh, yeah. And yeah, you, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like appointment because I because I know because the store is near the video store. You do, it's appointment only, right? Right, now. right, right. But yeah, it's a you make an appointment. That's the best way to do. It. We do take okay. walk-ins when we you know can can accommodate people. But yeah, you okay. make an appointment and it's one-on-one. -on -one. The business works really well because it never was a browsing store. It's always been one-on-one, -on -one. Mm -hmm. so it it works well for the social distancing and the masking and all of that. We don't have people touching stuff and all that. So gotcha. it's you know we've got really really loyal clientele. And they've been incredible supporting us over the years, and mm -hmm. especially now during this, to make sure that we survive, get to the yeah. other side of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then where where can everyone find like that? Like, Jeanette Bras. So it's JeanetteBras.com, mm -hmm. and then also um, then you can make an appointment through there. You can also get a remote fitting if you're not in Los Angeles or in Atlanta. We do that, and then um, I'm on Instagram at 
Jeanette Bras LA, mm-hmm. and there's also Jeanette Bras Atlanta, Twitter, all the all the good places. Well, cool. And I, ha- yeah, I have two, two, two final questions for you. Um, uh-huh. like I said this past month, what we do is we, t- we we go through genre as well in our podcast. And this past month, mm-hmm. we talked about sequels. And that's okay. kind of what led us to talking about James Cameron because he's done a number of sequels in some way with Aliens and Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um, first question, what is your favorite sequel? Mm. God, what is my favorite Ooh, I think I know. I mean, I love aliens. I hate mm-hmm. to say that one, but but yeah, that was. Um, but um, twenty eight days later. Okay. But yeah. I can't believe I remember. I thought of that. I usually get I freeze on questions like that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love twenty eight days, and I like twenty eight days later was really good. Yeah. Both, yeah. Both fun films. Both. Yeah. Films. Very different. Very different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next question. My last, <laughs> this this one might be tougher. Uh, okay. Wh- what are your top five favorite films? Ah, somebody <laughs> asked me this pretty, this is really hard. Okay, well, I, I don't know top five favorite, but I loved Gloria Okay. by Cassavetes. Mm-hmm. I just love that movie. Um, Man- Mandy. Yeah, uh, you just did a, you did a podcast recently. Podcast that. about that. I know, I was just thinking about it, and I saw it again to be, oh my God, just yeah. crazy. Just, just good. Good and crazy. What else? Um, what? <laughs> my husband's yelling things in the background um <laughs> his favorite movies let's see carrie okay doing all his genre stuff um that's fine. Ooh, grapes of wrath okay that's an amazing oh, i that's love movies so much yeah grapes of wrath was a great movie i saw a really good movie the other i mean i saw it in the theaters mm-hmm. it was at the new art i saw it at the new art it was called support the girls oh yeah so good I mean, I saw it at the New Art, mm-hmm. and I thought, and then I saw it, watched it again. It's on Amazon or Netflix or something like that. Yeah. Just and then James Agro's in it, so yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's in Near Dark, right? Yeah, he's he's yeah. The, he's in the bar, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. So so those are your five. Okay, God, that's an, <laughs> that's an interesting mix. Grapes to Rad, support the girls, Carrie. Gloria. Yeah, there you go, Mandy and Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> all, all good films. Um, yeah, I, I guess Jeanette, uh, anywhere else we can find you? I know the, the you said Jeanette Braz uh, on Instagram, and I think you're on Twitter, correct? And Instagram? Yeah, Twitter's Jeanette Braz, Instagram, Jeanette Braz underscore LA. Um, okay. Where else? I, you know, I do voiceovers, but yeah. there's nothing you, where you could find. I do, yeah, do that. I think I, I, am, in, I am the voice of the Enterprise, I'm the, the, the double, what was it, um, Magil Roddenberry, you know, the old Enterprise um, computer? Mm-hmm. It was, they were doing some kind of re, where you go yeah. back in time and you hear a voice, so I am that computer it's, voice. It's like Star Trek, uh, is it shorts is what it is? Uh, something, I, you know what, it's, some fan said, I heard you, I was like, how did you, my God, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, so every so often I'm, I'm popping up doing uh, voiceovers, mm-hmm. things like that, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's where, that's where I am these days. Well, cool. Well, well thank you so yeah. much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Brandon. What a great conversation with Jeanette. I enjoyed every minute of it. It was a wonderful, wonderful time discussing movies and Jeanette's movies and what she's currently doing with Jeanette Bras. Be sure to check them out, as, as Jeanette said, on all the social media platforms and handles that she said. Uh, support them during this time. Yeah, what a great episode to end the month on. Our month-long journey through movie sequels. And if you haven't heard any of our previous episodes, go check them out. Our Cameron episode's great. Blade Runner 2049, Two Jakes. A lot of great stuff on this past month. Go check it out. And also for next month, we're going to be talking about horror comedy. So stay tuned for that. Our first one up, be prepared. We're talking about Brian De Palma's The Phantom of the Paradise. So go check that out if you can. And make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you can... Give us a rating, give us a review, positive reviews. All that helps people find us and it helps our podcast grow. And so if you can do that for us, we'd greatly appreciate it. It it truly, truly helps us out. And make sure you like us on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and follow our stories on Medium if you can. And if you have a question for us or want to email us about something, hit us up at cinenationpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, it's so weird not having Thomas with me. 
uh, to do this outro. But guys, thank you so much. We hope you listen to more episodes soon. Bye. Bye.